0: This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is FitSmart Podcast number one, recorded February 25th, 2012. I'm Chuck, and with me here is my friend Mitch. How are you doing, Chuck? Good to see you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've been talking about doing a, uh, a fitness podcast for a long time. Right. And we sat down uh, a couple of weeks ago and started kind of trying to get the first ones out, because our original idea here was that we were going to record it we were going to record three or four of them that kind of were basic stuff yeah, basic introduction to a number of different things and and kind of get those out there and then start recording them a week and The truth is is that the more we thought about it, the more we thought this needs to be interactive, we need to get this out there because we need your feedback we need. You know, we want to hear what you have to say and start tailoring toward that and everything. And so we decided instead of going back and doing all this editing with these that we were going to do... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> save some work, save some time, more time for the gym. Short, we're lazy. Yeah. <laughs> when, it <comes> to- <laughs> well, when it comes to that, yes. And we decided just uh, to hell with it. We'll just, what we'll do is just get these out there and let you hear them. So we're actually putting all the ones that we had recorded back out right away in a chunk here and giving them to you. and And then we're going to do this pretty much weekly yep. going forward. Uh, and, and of course, look forward to your interaction and everything. I did think, however, we should probably tell everybody a little bit ourse- about ourselves. I'm, I know some of the people coming here will be coming from, uh, our other podcasts in the network. And, and so they probably heard more stupid crap about me than they ever need to hear. <laughs> Uh, you have no idea doing like the 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 GWC flagship podcast we've been doing for like uh, five years now. Nice. So you've told every story you ever know, and you, you're always like, did I tell that story already? You yeah, know, they, uh, let me try it again. You'll be talking looking. to somebody you'll meet from the podcast, and they'll know something. And you're like, did I did I say that? Oh my god, what <laughs> happened? Was I drunk? Yeah, exactly.
1: Why would I why would I say that out loud Whoops. on a podcast? <laughs> my bad.
0: But uh, but yeah. <clears throat> One thing I don't know how much I've talked about is the fact that back in 2009, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's 2012 now, so 2009, started uh,
1: started working with you and, uh, and Audra.
0: Yeah, so. it was it was kind of a weird thing. I don't know if I've told the story completely. I'm, I might want to do that, because that might be a fun way to get into this. Sounds good. Um, so back in, in 2009, Audra had decided she wanted to go to the gym, and uh, she... Uh, tried to go for a while, and I just kind of spoiled it by making really horrible food for us. I do all the cooking well, it depends on how
1: you define horrible you know i mean probably very good tasting horrible <laughs> for you i mean it's it's depends on your wow. definition
0: i 'll show you i 'll show you some, <laughs> some of, of those what, recipes oh, oh it 's bad <laughs> but uh so there were some other things that happened that year too, and i won 't get into details but it it was a bad it was a bad year in a lot of ways for us for, uh, me especially. And I was pretty down, and in Christmas, well, around approaching Christmas, around Thanksgiving time, actually, because it was November, late November, uh, Audrey said, hey, for Christmas, what I'd really like is this couples training at the gym nearby. And I thought, all right, you know, (laughs) is that really what you want? She's like, yeah, that's what I want. Uh, So I thought, well, all right, fine. And we went down to, to get it for her, and when we were talking, they were like, you know, Uh, there was a special because they run all these specials at different times. And it just so happened that the special worked out that we could get much more training individually than you could as we could as a couple couple. right and it turns out that's actually a way better idea anyway yeah unless you have the
1: exact same goals exact same physical fitness level um yeah it's almost impossible yeah it was
0: a bad idea but it worked out and uh so i ended up i'm i was like is this what you want i was just like yeah sure it's fine that'll work for me i'm like are you sure she's like yeah that's what i want i'm like all right And at the time, you know, money was really bad, and I I was in a really bad place, and I thought, I can do this, and it'll make her happy, we'll do it, you know? Right. So, we got that initial deal where I think it was three sessions, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Starting with three. And uh, came in with the three sessions and started, um, you know, this is, of course, where I met Mitch, because uh, Audra had worked with one trainer and wasn't super pleased and and try not again this and we talk about this in the future podcast but uh you know it's like like picking somebody to take private lessons with it's not that they're good or bad they have to match you you know correct
1: yeah you've got to you've got to have that good fit because you know it's not necessarily about you know having not having the knowledge or not having the knowledge it's if you can get the person to understand or connect with you um because again Personal training and working out is, even as the name sounds, very personal. Yeah, um, and uh, you have to
0: be comfortable with the person you're working with. In, yeah, um, and if you're if you're not, it, it it doesn't work. So she came back and told me she's like, oh man, Mitch is, uh, you know, he's he's a really nice guy and and really positive and just really and I really enjoy working with him. And uh, you know, he's he's kind of a gamer and he likes some stuff <laughs> kind of like we. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, again, I really wasn't thinking very much. I can't take credit for any of this. I was like, whatever. Okay. (laughs) Okay, fine. It's good for you. Good. We're doing it. And I went in and uh, uh, we, I I don't want to get in too much detail because we talk about this in the podcast that we've recorded already even, but, but essentially I started working, working with Mitch and uh, little by little uh, I, I started uh, uh, going to the gym regularly and then as time went on a little bit, I started seeing some results from that and realizing that my eating was way out of line and cause it made me feel like crap. And, <laughs> and so we talked about nutrition and, and I started getting control of that. And, uh, over the course of about, uh, about six or seven months. Yeah. Um, I, I went from, uh, just under 270 pounds to about a hundred and hundred and seventy hundred eighty 170,
1: 180 pounds. Yeah. It was right, right in that, right in that range. And, uh, and, you know, the, the interesting you know, thing was, is right at the beginning, it's like consistency is what, what, what counts, you know, and you know, when we talk about a lot of that later on as well, but just making sure that realizing is it doesn't happen overnight. Got yeah. to
0: have that future view. And and that was incredibly fast for a lot of reasons. Again, we talk about this in the podcast later, but I, um, I you know, I, work was bad at that time, and I had some time, and I, I had been depressed and kind of sitting around, and I didn't have anything better to do, so I went to the gym. Which turned out to work out to your advantage quite it well. It sure did, yeah. And uh, big life change. Funny thing is, is that you would think it was the physical change that's the biggest, but it's actually not. Right. Uh the biggest change is the mental change that caused the physical change, which continues to change other things in my life. Definitely. I you mean the, the uh the dedication, the the <laughs> delayed patience. gratification. Delayed we talk goodness. about this. There you <laughs> go,
1: delayed gratification is a good Accepting good, delayed yeah. gratification,
0: not <laughs> something like, I good. was ever good at and yeah. have gotten slightly not still
1: am not, but right. slightly better. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know I mean, you know, do I do I enjoy doing lunges? I don't know if I should say this is a trainer or not, but no, personally, I oh, don't enjoy no. much. <laughs> but you know what? I enjoy the results they give me. Are and you so- kidding me?
0: Of course <laughs> not. But uh, but yeah. So um, you know, I'm I'm not on this podcast as any kind of expert. I'm not. I've been working out. This was in 2009. Uh, since then, you know, I I kind of bottomed out around 175, 180, and uh, realized that I felt kind of small and right. kind of odd. And so we spent another year uh um, getting back up to two hundred.
1: Right up to two hundred, yeah. And it and took twice as long to get back up, you know, to get that get up to two hundred as it did to drop down to one hundred seventy. So
0: And then uh and then turned around and went back to almost one hundred sixty seven was the bottom. I think that, yeah, I think that sounds right. And uh uh, keeping more of that muscle this time and Definitely. then turn around and I'm on all my, all my way back up to 180 again. So it's been a long journey, but, uh, you know, working more on, as, and we'll get into all this in future podcasts too, but like, Going from that initial weight loss to worrying more about composition and right. less about the scale number, and more about how you look and how you feel and what you can do, and
1: yep, and where the where the strength is going, and you know the the shape the shape of the body, the you know how you how you feel, you know how you look, because at that point you've gotten down to a healthy um, healthy weight, um, but uh, now it's like okay, I'm healthy, I want to look better, because yeah. <laughs> now I can do more, so I want to look good while I'm doing it.
0: Hell yeah. And and so uh, uh, I guess the only reason I'm on this podcast is because uh, it, it is it was relatively recent. So about all I can really bring here, it's not the expertise or anything. That's, that's Mitch's <laughs> that's, zone here. That's why I'm here. Um, I'm here to kind of, I can offer, I think, a little bit of, hey, it, it kind of feels like this, you know, and this is... Uh, I can remember what I thought in some of the situations when I first saw them, but really what we need to hear about is you because the expertise here (laughs) is on the other side
1: of this room. So, Well, yeah, I've uh, in some form or another um, been doing uh, personal training for about 15 years. We'd look at it, Um, started out. Uh, uh, training people, um, doing kung fu, so kicking people in the head, um, <laughs> and now um, I basically kick their ass in the gym. Uh, so it's you know pretty much the same idea though is finding out what people's goals are and taking them from whatever level of expertise they have and building on that. And uh, you know so right now, you know, a lot of what I do is again, an assessment, got to figure out where are you starting from? You know, do you feel comfortable even walking into a gym? Do you have any idea? You know, if, if, uh, they give you a tour of the gym and they go,ing Hey, this is our selectorized equipment. This is our, this is our plate loaded equipment. This is our free weights. These are our dumbbells. Is that all just like, you know, Greek to you? You're like, okay, thanks. I'll smile and nod because I don't want to figure like, you know, I'm, I'm not doing something or I don't know what I'm talking, you know, what I'm seeing. Um, or do you feel pretty comfortable going into a gym? It doesn't really matter. Either way, you can always you know, benefit by having, you know, having a coach, you know, having someone there to help you out and get through it. And my idea is to really make sure that, you know, when you do call in and, you know, we got the number on the, on the podcast. And for those of you that are, you know, um, used to the, the, you know, GWC podcast, if you want to write it now,
0: two one four, two nine
1: six, nine two two nine. Thank you. Uh, you know, you can call in and we'll be, as, you know, be able to answer your questions. And that's one of the things that, you know, changed the idea of, instead of putting a block out, say, well, what do you want to know? Yeah. And, you know, pick my brain, tell us, try to stump me. Um, uh, you know, I mean it's I don't know everything, but um, I'm definitely a, a fitness geek in the fact that on my days off I actually do research on fitness, <laughs> you know, how to make how to, you know, how can I make Chucks workout harder? Uh, you know, what can I do to make him sore for 3 days instead of just one? Well, that's kind uh, of the
0: goal. <laughs> you know, so, um,
1: that's, that's what I like to do. And that's, you know, my idea here is to be able to pass on some of that knowledge and help people as much as possible. Um, and just to realize and, and help you make, you know, informed decisions. Um, and be able to get out there. And when you do go into the gym and if you are talking to a, a trainer or, or somebody that's giving you a tour of gym, you kind of know what to ask. You know what to, to listen for, uh, you know, what to find out that's going to make it a better experience for you. Um, because again, it's, it takes a while before, most people actually enjoy the workout. Um, it can take a while. That's I mean, true. But once you, once you get to that, that's and, that very and, true. and I joke with the cl- my clients a lot and say, I'm going to bring you over to the dark side and you will enjoy this in time. A lot of them don't believe it, but in time they're like, okay, I miss it. it. happens. I, I, I do love it. Um, and that's where you have to realize that it's, it's, a lot of it is not, do I enjoy what I'm doing, but I enjoy what the results it's going to give me. And uh, a little bit of both too. a little bit of both, you know, I mean, and, and there are times that will help you actually, even when you do come to the dark side and enjoy the workouts. There's some workouts that are not as fun. No, that's <laughs> true.
0: I have to admit that there's something kind of magic about the gym because it's the ultimate me time. Definitely. You know, when it comes down to the, even when you're beating yourself up pretty good, you know. It's you're in there to make yourself better and better means more the way you want to be, whatever that is, whatever, whatever that is. And and don't, you know, it's not the big thing
1: on there. And I I love how you phrase that because it's don't let society or someone else tell you what the way what you should be. It's it's what you want.
0: Yeah, the joy of it is is looking in the mirror or, or doing something, being like, I want to be able to do this. I want to look like that, whatever, and then go in and try to do it. You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's fun because you're there doing things for yourself. It's your time. In general, the way the gym works, and we talk about this later too, it it, it makes it very much a private time. You know, yes. you do your own thing, even when you're there with other people. And uh, and that's kind of nice, even when. But you're right; there are some that you're just like you dread it. And, yeah, you know. But. <laughs> but one
1: one one other thing I like to say and, and kind of compare is, you know, as I said, you know, ten years of teaching kung fu, we did meditation where you'd sit and you know really try to relax and clear the mind. You actually, in kung fu itself, there the actual exercises, the kicks, the punches, the forms that you do are called a moving meditation. You have a seated as well as a moving meditation. The, the, me time, the me time that you have in the gym should be the same way. Put your phone in the locker and lock it up. Don't carry it with you. Don't let people interrupt. Get in there and just focus. And it's, you'll be amazed. Not only is it nice and relaxing because the endorphins that are released and help you feel better, but you've had that half hour, hour, hour and 10 minutes to yourself. No one interrupting you. Put your headphones on. Listen to one of our podcasts. Listen to some music. Do something for yourself. And in in society nowadays, a lot of people don't give themselves that me time. You know, you're you're you've got your kids, you got your family, you got your work. When do you actually take care of yourself? And if you can get into the gym and really focus on it, even though you know it's gonna be a hard workout, even though you know you're gonna sweat, you know what, that's your time for yourself. And it really is in many ways meditative in that it gives you the time to separate from all the stress that that's going on. And you can use that stress because you can actually use that for energy if you've had a really bad day, you can get in and get a really good workout in because of that frustration that you know anger that you know just disappointment whatever you have going on that's energy that's looking for a place to go and you can use that to help you
0: in your workout so this first podcast uh and and we won't talk too much because we're just gonna give it to you. we actually recorded it about three weeks ago uh originally, yep. I think it was. And uh, it's all about getting started. So uh, enjoy. Well, I'm excited to be doing this. I, we we've been talking about doing this podcast for a long time. Yes, we have. And uh, and and I'm just really excited to jump right in. This first podcast, I know we had decided would be essentially all about getting started. Right.
1: How to how to you know, how to get going, what to, what to do, what to, to get your feet moving.
0: And I thought one of the coolest things that, that we talked about when we were kind of thinking about what we wanted to discuss in the podcast was you, you had talked to me a bit about some of the things that you ask and that you, how you approach this with a brand new client like me, for example, when right. I wandered in, in 2009.
1: Yeah. You know, I'd like to, you know, really start and find out, you know, first of all, what have you been doing? If anything, you know, phys, you know, fitness-wise, have you have you been exercising? Have you been doing any cardio, or you know, have you do you have a job that you know keeps you sitting all day,
0: you know, or the uh, opposite? Like you, you know, uh, one of, I know some one of our GW series works in a warehouse,
1: right? Exactly. So are know? they physically active all day? So that's going to make a complete different on difference on how we uh, um, how we approach it. Um, how familiar are you with the gym? You know, do you have you even been on a piece of you know cardio equipment before? or is that completely new to you? You know, what what is your comfort level coming into the gym? And then what is your comfort level using the pieces of equipment? Um, you know, what uh, what are you doing nutrition-wise? What are you, you know, what is your stress level like? What's going to, you know, what are we going to be able to achieve with you in the gym from day 1 and what are we going to build towards?
0: You know, I I remember when uh um when you asked me I think there's a little bit of stress that that there's a right answer to that question, to those questions, and there's not. There is not. No, you no. Know? In hindsight, it really doesn't matter. It's like uh, it's it's if you if you lie or or you BS, you know, or you say, oh yeah, I, I'm I'm great. All you're doing is like robbing yourself of some information that you could really use. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's I you know? when I'm asking those questions, it has. I have no preconceived
1: notion of what the answer is going to be. Um, I want to know you know, as much information as I can, because that is going to help me as a trainer to be able to get, you know, you better results.
0: One of the the questions you asked that I think really struck me at the time, and it's a whole lot more complex than I thought about, was you were like, well, what's your goal? Yes. I'm like, holy crap, I don't (laughs) know, you know, goal. (laughs) Right, goal. (laughs) I have uh, a goal. (laughs) Which is one of the weird things. I think I came in without a motivation. (laughs) I want to make Audra happy, you know, but... (laughs) But but yeah, I mean that's a tough question.
1: It it is, and it it's it really it's one of those ones that you want to put a fair amount of thought into because you want to make sure you know what is your goal. You know emphasis on yours. You know I mean you know we you have know, talked about it is you know if you if you came back from the doctor and the doctor said if you don't drop thirty pounds you know the blood pressure medication you're on is going to get higher, you're going to die. I mean although that's motivational, is that still your goal? Right Or, you know, do you really, do you want to drop 20 pounds or do you want to be able to walk up the stairs without breathing heavy? What's the actual goal or the, the end end game, so to speak?
0: Yeah. I think my answer when, when I, when I came in was that I wanted to be able to walk around. This is kind of, it's funny now. And I got to admit, you start getting used to your new self and and that sounds really weird to me, but it's, it wasn't at all at the time. I know that like, if I parked, um, At the back end of the parking lot instead of the front, I would be winded when I got to the store. Right. Yeah. You know,
1: and now I, you know, you You park park there because it's easy. Yeah. It's like, I'll park there because it's always open. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Actually, at at college, you know, everybody bitches about the parking, and there's like this overflow lot out there that's always empty. I just always (laughs) park there. I'm like, I don't care. Uh, A five or ten minute walk in is kind of nice, you know. And you're half the time probably in the building before they are, while they're still driving around (laughs) looking for a spot. And and my stress level was way lower. I had a nice walk instead of a. I'm gonna kill that guy. But no, I mean, I that was my. I remember that. And, and I'm not sure that was necessarily a great goal, but it actually was a realistic. I really did want to be able to walk around without, uh, like there's stairs in my house. You know, we're in the room where we record podcasts and there's stairs to get up here. Right. And if I had to go more than once up the stairs, if I came up the stairs, I'd be winded. If I had to go down and back up, I'd have to rest for a second before I could do things. That's scary. Yeah. And, you, you know, know. And,
1: and I think, you know, sometimes what's, what's, uh, You've got to realize, too, is that when you set a goal like that, that, okay, I want to be able to do this sort of activity that's a day-to-day activity, that it's going to be very obvious when you do it. There's going to be a time like, I just went up and down the stairs three times. Sweet. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you know, you finally actually made it happen. Um, And those, to me, are, as a trainer, very realistic goals that I can help work towards for you. Uh, Because, again... You know, although we do scale weight, like say we do, you know, just just this last week we did your measurements. But on there, the scale weight is more of a kind of a baseline. It's it's more of a what are we working from, and then we look into you know we do your body composition with the body fat, the circumference measurements to really find out if that scale weight's BS, and that's where we can kind of see that two pounds fluctuation in there because. The millimeters went down on the on the pinch but the inches went up on the you know on the on the arm you're like all right so we added muscle so that is actual muscle weight that we (laughs) added um or you're like wait a minute that didn't change so okay we can we can figure it out
0: i think that's something that i i didn't understand until much 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 later i still don't it, it completely but i mean i always thought of weight as the measurement that is it you know weight is it and and it's really funny how much ver- how much variety there can be in in, in a body at the same weight
1: Oh, definitely. Yes. You know,
0: like that, that, that fat percentage and, 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 you know, data is data. And I, I know we're talking more about this later in future podcasts, but even right now, if you're thinking about, I think if, if one is thinking of a scale weight as a goal, it's not necessarily bad, necessarily, especially when it's a long way off, right? you know, uh, but, but saying when you look at that, you know, I remember you told me over and over again that, Hey, when you get within, you know, uh twenty, thirty pounds of, of a goal and I was I had a big weight loss to go. You're like, you know, that scale weight will become less important. Well it'll be important, but it'll be less critical to your to what you want. Right. Like the the relationship I guess the way to say this in like a scientific form is that the relationship between what you actually desire, whatever your real goal internally is, because you don't wear your wear your weight like in numbers on your forehead or something, you know, what you actually want. And that number will become less critical to each other as you get closer to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, where we've gotten to, like you say, where we, we drop down and we hit 200 and say, OK, let's start slowing it down. 190, 180, 170. Okay, we, we bottomed out. Now we're, now it's not so much about the weight or the scale weight. It's about how do you feel and how do you look? You know, where do you, you know, what, what strength do you have? Um, because you can have two people that are both 180 pounds and one can be overweight and one can be really fit. You, you, it's, it's all about the composition of the lean body mass with the, uh, uh, with the body fat percent. And so that's where trying not to get too overfocused on the weight. But use it in the right way
0: yeah it's funny if you look at a picture of me when I lost weight in in high school uh, it's kind of scary because at 180 pounds I was definitely what what I what you people will call skinny fat skinny and fat yes where you know I, I just was I was probably I didn't know but I was probably a very high percentage of body fat but I was the scale said 180 pounds you know
1: well you said you just stopped eating so I did when yeah you, I, when you do that you lose muscle.
0: It was thoroughly, it's, you want to talk about some of the, and it's funny because I see, I, I hear of friends doing this now and I'm thinking, oh, you know, but I did this stuff. Like I ate one meal in the middle of the day. Right. And it was, it was not a well-balanced meal. True. And in hindsight, knowing now, I mean, I've logged and not to scare anybody, I've logged everything I've ate for years now. Right um for so a couple we, of years already. Well, we got a
1: lot of data with that, you which get, is always you, nice. You
0: get really familiar with what things <laughs> so you get sad. I mean, you can look and you have a pretty good guess as to what's in something, you know. And looking at what I ate at the time, you know, I ate a salad in the middle of the day that had meat in it it wasn't just a uh, but I mean, I probably ate uh, you know, 800 to 1000 calories. Uh, of Of not a good mix right um once a day in the middle of the day, and of course, I lost a lot of weight, but I was just I, you know anyway, it was bad, you yeah, know exactly. there are a lot of ways and and I think that's that 's kind of you know the point of all this, at least from our discussion. The thing I picked up was that uh why it 's important to have a goal and to know whether that goal is is appearance or whether that goal is uh, is, is performance or whether it's, uh, health related. Yeah. You know,
1: you know, which one is it? Because there are, you know, three distinctly different, different levels of goals, you know, in, in, it, it comes down to is, you know, a lot of times is what do you want and why do you want it? So if you want to drop the weight, um, that's great. Okay. I want to be healthier. I want to, I want to get to, you know, a level where I can, Park in the back of the parking lot and walk. You know, walk in uh, without feeling winded or f- feeling out of breath. But by the same token, you can also have that appearance goal. And at that point, that's where the weight really starts to get less and less important. You know, so when we got you down around one one ninety, you know, you were like, I kind of like how I look at one ninety, but I'd like a little more muscle.
0: So now it was no longer. Do we really care about the scale weight? But now it was more about appearance. Oh, and the irony of all this is that uh, I felt like when I got to 180, I thought I looked a little small. Right. And the funny thing is, is that at 167... I didn't look as small to myself in the mirror (laughs) because I, in hindsight, it's because I was, I was like 6% lower in fat. Right. Exactly. You know, seven, eight, something like that, you know, 14 and a half from 22 or something, you know? Right. And, and I realized that I wanted i wanted to see the muscle right that's what exactly. i wanted yeah. it wasn't that i needed to be bigger i just <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> i wanted <laughs> to be able to see it you know? I, want, I want definition i don't
1: uh you know i don't I, you know i'm not going to be bodybuilder huge i'm not going no. i'm not going for ronnie coleman look uh, <laughs> uh, you know more mark Wahlberg, right i think yeah, what yeah, we, yeah, yeah. What we're talking about you know good definition but looks athletic but doesn't have trouble walking through doors and has to you know, <laughs> yeah. lats
0: out to the isn't muscle bound literally. Yeah, exactly <laughs> But no, I just yeah. I mean, and it's funny things like that. I still am learning about what I like and what I think about uh, about uh, my own goals like that, and those goals change too. I think that's probably worth mentioning. Is that especially you know for me, I thought of everything as like a one shot deal before when I first started. I thought I'm going to do this thing and then I'm okay. It doesn't work that way.
1: No, yeah, they they definitely know? change. I think you know if we look at I'm trying to remember the you know the, I think the very first goal was to get at or just under two hundred. I think yeah. was kind of the initial if I can get there I'll be good.
0: I didn't. Yeah. Ex- I just want to be clear. When you were talking about that, I didn't expect. I didn't think that. Right. Was, I'm like, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. whatever. Well, that that's my job is to have that confidence for you that I know I can.
1: <laughs> if, is if you're doing the right things, you'll get there. You know, I, I hadn't
0: seen sub 200 on the scale since high school. <laughs> that was not happening. You know, so
1: you're like, no, it's high school. That was, sure, uh, was a few weeks ago. So. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> not going to happen. But you know, but once you started getting closer to that and going okay this is going to happen you know you, you know being the 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 data geek that you are and oh, yeah. having the charts which made it even easier for me just really seeing where you're at is like okay well we need to start figuring out once you hit that what's your next goal what's your next step and i think that's really important to realize is that if you can have okay let's set an initial goal and then let's what are my next goals? You know, I mean, it's level one is here. And then I got my level two, my level three, my level four goal, my ultimate goal. And the nice thing is, is as you get to that level one, you're like, all right, I've hit it. And I try to encourage people a lot of times is if it is a weight loss goal, don't have to pick the big goal. Don't have to say, okay, I want to lose 60 pounds. That may be, that may be stage six. You may say, okay, I want to lose 10. Because once you hit it, you can celebrate those successes each and every way along there. So, okay, now that I've hit all six of those goals, now what do I want to do next? And that's, you know, the big thing about having that realistic goal and making them smaller for a lot of people is that you get to celebrate it. You know what? Hey, I lost my 10 pounds, you know, or, you know, that's awesome. Let's go out. Let's go enjoy it. Doesn't mean it's going to, I'm going to gain all 10 pounds back when I go out to eat that night,
0: but I can actually enjoy that. I remember seeing. Uh, the scale move, and that was okay. But that first goal, you know, I I I, I think I realized, and and it's hard to remember exactly because you change a lot. But I I I remember not thinking, not knowing whether I would hit any mark on the scale or not, but thinking that it was moving and that was good. And I really wanted to be able to move around. And honestly, that being able to walk thing. Um, I had kind of, it was funny when I realized I needed to do more cardio. I made little goals for myself. Like I said, I'm going to walk a mile a day, which seemed like a lot. Sure.
1: Well, and in the beginning it was.
0: And, and, uh, and the fun thing about treadmills, uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, especially when you, when you first start out is that they go slow.
1: You can get on (laughs)
0: it and you can start it at like, I would walk at like three miles an hour, which is very slow for me now. Right. But I would walk at three miles an hour and that's okay. just do it. You know, if that's all you can do, do it.
1: And if you need to go slower, you go slower oh, hell it's yes
0: whatever that number weird. is you just put it there and do it you know and i could stand there and watch tv you know I could, I could walk and trudge along and whatever and uh so i said i'm gonna walk a mile a day i don't think i ever told you this and uh <laughs> don't, and and don't then don't i was like so. i'm gonna do you know i'm gonna do a couple of miles and then some days i'll go in and i realized i could do more and i'm like i bet you know I could walk an hour and a half and I could do four miles, you know, I'm like, I'll do that, you know? And then it kind of got to be a challenge. I'm like, I wonder how far I can walk before I get bored and just, and then it, it was funny because so quickly that initial like bad cardio problem goes away so fast. If you actually put any time on it. Oh, definitely. That literally within a couple of months, like a month, maybe even a month, month and a half, I, I, I got to the point where I was like, I am walking I don't have any time to walk any more than that. Like, I walked 15 miles one time.
1: And, and at that point, you're like, okay, I can keep going, but I've yeah, got to go like
0: three, four hours, you know, and you're right. like, holy crap, you know, <laughs> this is, yeah. And, and, but at that point, you realize, holy crap, I can walk, you know. So right. that first goal that you had asked about, I mean, it was really only a very short time. Right. Now, the funny thing is, is, I could not run for another six months it it took a while i mean the 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 big thing on there and to you know i
1: mean if running is going to be one of the goals that you choose you have to realize that depending on where your weight is at and how much strain has been put on the knees and the joints you've got to re-strengthen those even as the weight's coming off you've got to solidify those joints back up you've got to get the muscular structure around the, the the joint solid enough that the knee's not loose when you when you do start running And, uh, and that's why it's so important to, to make that realistic goal and realize that, okay, Hey, I want to, um, you know, I want to do this, but is that helpful for me right now? And, uh, um, you know, I, I, I think of people that like, well, I want to run a marathon and, uh, I've seen a lot of, you know, a lot of people run a marathon um, I don't I've want seen, to run a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, Ever, got, I've got no no in no. my. Entire, I have no desire. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm just with like you 100. We got. I think we can, you know, we're 100 there in this yeah. room. Uh, but even the people that I've seen, you've got you've got people that you know that run the gamut on yeah. on on weight size. You know, I'll tell you, people, the couch
0: to 5K is really popular,
1: right? But okay, so what I would ask on there is, as a trainer, if you say you want to do the couch to 5K, is why do you want to do the 5K? Is that something that you used to you used to be able to do when you can't now, and you want to build that that strength back up, or is somebody doing the Couch to 5K to lose weight, and and it doesn't necessarily uh, that being a performance goal go along with the health the health of the weight loss goal, because as you're trying to lose weight, your your body adapts to the cardio that you're doing. Um, if, uh, if you always burn it's the true. same number of calories doing the same exercise, people wouldn't be able to run marathons, do triathlons no. or ultra marathons. They would waste away to nothing. Right. Uh, <laughs> so as you're doing that, your body's getting more and more adapted to it. So if it's a performance goal and a weight loss goal, you've got to make sure that you're balancing the two together at that point. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's nice to have it. in the fact that, okay, I went out and ran a 5k. Um, I can tell you personally, I have no desire to run a 5K. I
0: did my first, incidentally, like uh last fall. No, was it last sometime? I can't remember. And it was funny because I didn't actually train for it. Like, at that point, some you know, I, Somebody said, Let's run. Like, okay. car, I'm like, how bad could it be? It's only three miles. You know, <laughs> right, right. I can walk it if I have yeah, to. Exactly. You know? I'll still and, finish. And we did. And I did, I did not run much because I was still kind of I, I still wasn't in a position to run. But I, I think I did it in about 37 minutes, which is slow. But, you right. know. It's, it's all right. Um, I can do now. I'm not, I could give a damn about running. I do it because I like what it does for me. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know,
0: it's a, it's a form of exercise that mixed with other stuff is good cardio <laughs> So I, I do it, but like, I, I can run walk on a treadmill, you know, like I'll set it to intervals and just let it drag my ass through. It's like, Oh shoot. I got to speed up. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. speed me up. I gotta go. I gotta go. It's great. You just let it drag you through. <laughs> and, and I can do, I can do probably a 32 minute, a 30. If I really bust my ass, that's right. about it. That is crappy as far as, as 5k, but that's all I care about. Yeah. I guess maybe what occurred to me though, is when you were saying that is maybe the, the measurement for this where a good goal is that if you achieve that goal, is that, is that the end for that goal or is there something else? You know, like, sure. like if you run, if you want to do the 5k and you do the 5k and you are happy that you did that 5k and that was it, that's a goal. If like you want to lose weight and, and you do the 5k and if you're being honest with yourself, if you do the 5k and, and you're still the same way you are right now. If you look the same way in the mirror, if you know, if you, uh, you know, you have the other issues that you have, are you, are you happy? And If the answer is no, then that's not really the goal, right? Exactly. You know? I mean, you you made a step towards the goal. You did something to get
1: there, and pause. Posi- I think a lot of times that's where you'll see people end up quitting. Is they say, "Well, I'm going to do do the 5K," and in in their mind, they're thinking, "If I can do the 5K, I'm going to be where I want to be." They do the 5K, and then they're not where they want to be. They're Pick like, "The well, hell with it! Yeah. yeah, screw it! You know, it's it's not worth it. I'm not I'm not not getting any better." Whereas there, I'm sure there was some improvement, but it wasn't the final goal. And and that's important to realize what, you know, what is the, what are you actually striving for in doing that 5k or 10k or lifting
0: or doing whatever it is you're doing? And whether you're doing this with a trainer or figuring it out yourself, I mean, I know, I would not have figured this out on my own, but I know a lot of times you would ask me what I was doing and why, what I was interested in, and, and the more accurate I was in telling you what that was, the more benefit I got out of whatever I was doing, because you would tailor it slightly. Uh, the one time I admitted a performance goal was that a friend of mine, uh, Kerry, uh, he and I grew up together, and uh, he was in the Army, and he he's, uh, he's been in for almost 20 years now. I guess, and and he, anyway, he was coming back into town, and we wanted to go ride this, do this 50-mile bike ride together. Uh, we had talked about doing it, and I never did it because I couldn't, hell, I couldn't ride in right. a <laughs> corner, you know? And so I, I said, yeah, I'm going to do this. I want to do this ride, mainly because, I again, I'm not really a cyclist. I don't care, give a damn about cycling, but right. I want to do this with my friend. I don't want it to be a pain in the ass. I want to be able to, like, actually be able to comfortably do it and right. have fun. T- and be able to talk with him along yeah. the way and actually enjoy and it. And that's what we did. We weren't trying to go like hell or anything. I mean, we didn't piddle around but we rode comfortably and chatted the whole way and we rode a good chunk of the day you know we didn't break any speed records sure um but i comfortably did the 50 mile ride and and it was a lot of fun and i had a blast with my friend and everything but in doing that it was funny i mean we without even me realizing it at the time, you adjusted my, uh, you adjusted my, my cardio, you adjusted my, uh, strength training, Definitely. um, literally to build slowly too, not instantly. You did right. things that the built, the built muscles that stabilized joints. And then eventually, uh, the built muscles that I would use riding that I didn't realize all of a sudden right. just got easier. You know, you're like, wait a minute, my legs aren't as, Tired. I no. don't feel like I got
1: sandbags down I here know, pulling yeah. them through, so yeah, and
0: and things like that. That I'm like, I would never have connected these two dots, but but that's that's the point, and I think that's it. When we, you know, it's tempting to think, well, who cares what the goal is as long as you're moving, and that's true. I think that's true, but if you're really gonna put an effort in, there's no reason that you shouldn't be efficient about it. Make <laughs> yeah, no, as much yeah. <laughs> out of it as you can. You know, I mean, if,
1: if you can if you can get in and and get your get the same results in an hour hour and a half why well, spend three four hours doing it
0: yeah or more if you yeah. want to spend three four i mean Whatever if you want to spend three is, four hours doing
1: it you get even more <laughs> out of you. it great, yeah, great. But- i mean if you've got the time and the in the the ability that's even better but there's nothing that says that you can't hit that goal you can't be efficient in the gym you know it's you know i think a lot of that comes down to is you know i mean for everyone out there that loves doing stuff on the on the computers i mean you know, we all want faster computers cause we want to be running four or five things at once. You yeah. Know? So why, if we want to be efficient there, why wouldn't we want to be efficient
0: in the yeah. gym? Well, and, and I found that the more honest I am with you and even with myself about these goals, the better things get, you oh, know, definitely. Cause like, if you want to look different, I mean, don't be afraid a good trainer. And we're going to talk about this in a future podcast as well. But when you get the right trainer with you, um, you know, it's about what you want, yeah, definitely. not what they want. And if you want to look different, you got to come in and say, I want to look different because you could end up dicking around with things that aren't necessarily might make you stronger or faster or better, really? you know. <laughs> no, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. But when it comes down to it, you're not going to look as as different as you'd like to look. And if you're unhappy, that, that can make you unhappy. You know, that can leave you unsatisfied. And And same with nutrition. We're going to talk about that later too. But, like, nutrition goals are different depending on what – what you're going to do. It's not that there, there isn't necessarily that anything won't be a little better, but I mean, well, and you know, a lot of
1: that too is like when we're, when you're talking about that is, I mean, you can have two people doing pretty much the exact same exercises, but going for different results, getting, having different goals. Um, You know, I mean, it's, there's clients that I've had that all they care about is getting in and staying active. And their overall goal is to show up at the gym three times a week. So that's what their program design is completely different than somebody that is competing for a figure competition. Somebody that wants to you know, is more going for weight loss, somebody that's lost the weight and is trying to sculpt the body and get get the definition that they want Um a lot of times you're doing very similar exercises. It's not even necessarily how that differs. And I know we, we're planning to talk about that in a later podcast as well, of how to put, put those, you know, when you're doing the exercises, what what are some of the differences that they go in there? But when you get somebody that that uh, has a good idea of what you want and they can help you efficiently put that in, in line – You're going to feel a lot better because you're, you know, I mean, why spend more time doing something than you have to?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or you should get the most out of it, whatever it is. You know, I I now like going to the gym. I would rather go to the gym than do a lot of other things. Right. But that said, I mean, there are times when I don't. Well, and and that's going to happen, too. Yeah.
1: You know, and you can't. But the biggest thing is you can't beat yourself up about that. Now I missed a day at the gym you know what? And, and I think, you know, going back to like one of your, you know, one of the very first questions that I I spoke with you about and was like, how many, how many times do you want to come in? You know? And you're like, I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) You know? So it was three, you know, my recommendation being three to five, really with all the scientific studies they've done, you need to make a change. You have to make at least three days of exercise. It's, it's pretty much a lot of the scientific data that's out there shows that, but you don't need to go much over five. And when you start hitting that sixth day and that seventh day, if you're doing seven days a week, you're not giving your body that the rest and recovery that it needs. It's actually overtraining and you'll actually get less results. You can it's, you know, what is the saying? Get you get more for less. You, again, you get more results for less work to a certain point. And so that's where you hit that three to five. And I like to use a range because if you if I say, OK, I want to you know tell a client I want to see him in five days a week and they only make four because something came up at work or with the kids um, or with family okay now they're beating themselves up because they only hit four days a week guess what four days a week's great glad, yeah glad to see them in four days a week so let's go that range that three to five and even and as a good trainer too is if somebody only made it in two days in one week i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ride their ass about it. i'm not gonna be like uh, beat them up about it i'm gonna be like you know well let me rephrase that i'm not gonna going to yell at him for it. Um, I'm going to work him
0: harder. You've never yelled yeah. at me. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't have not, not once.
1: Yeah, I'm going to I'll make you work harder. I'll, yeah. I'll put I'll put that workout <laughs> in. So, OK, we got it. You know, we got to get two workouts in for in today's workout. But um, but I'll make it fun. Maybe not the day after when you're recovering from it. But but by the same token is, guess what? It's in the past. It's yeah. over. There's nothing, no matter how much somebody yells or berates you or, or how upset or how beat, how much you beat yourself up. It doesn't change the fact that it, that's in the past. Guess what? I can move forward and do better this week. And that's, that's the biggest thing that I want to, I want to be more someone that helps encourage someone to come in because, uh, you know, personality wise, I'm not the type of person that uh, likes to be yelled at. I don't know many people that are. And most of us are intelligent enough to know if we screwed up. We screwed up and we've probably already beat ourselves up enough about it that, you know, it doesn't do any good to have somebody else beating you up about it.
0: Yeah, I you are really good at that when you, when you you know, that, and, and I, I, I don't, I think I picked that up over over time because I feel like one of the big things that I never, I did not understand when we started and I feel like I kind of do now is that, uh, and, and again, this isn't a technical thing. This is just trying to understand yourself, you know, right. which is really one of the biggest issues when it comes to all this because- you know, you don't you don't get in this place that you don't want to be by accident. You know, it happens over a long time, and and it's it's hard to look at it and accept it without beating yourself up. And and you have to. I mean, you have yeah, to be able to look at it and say, okay, this is where I am, without condemning yourself for it. To just say, yeah, this is where I am, and I, I think part of that came from. Being, you know, lucky enough with all the help I had and support from family and you and everybody else to be able to get to a place where I saw things moving because then, you know, the good place in life is not being what you want to be. It's being on the track to be what you want to be right, you know, and and when when that becomes the case, life is good. You know,
1: yeah, well, exactly. I mean, a lot of times, you know, I mean, it's cliche when they say it's it's not always a destination. It's the journey that's 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 important. It's not always the destination. Um, but in that and a lot of times, that's the, a good thing. But look at it like from the reverse. If this is where I'm starting from, this is where I, I've gone to. This was my destination now. Well, I'm going to take another journey and go to a different destination. So guess what? I'm here. I arrived here. I don't want to be here anymore. So let's take another journey and go somewhere else. Whatever that whatever that may be. And too many people I think either not honest with themselves, um, enough that, hey, that's not my fault that I'm here. You know, and it's not saying to assign blame, but you are there. So but it's you like also the, but you manage I think what what do we say?
0: It's we like, like accepting responsibility right. without uh without um assigning blame. Yeah. Yeah, because,
1: yeah, cuz again, honestly, who cares? You're there. You want to change. That's a great thing. And since you want to change, you you have the power to change. You had the power to get to you to where you were, so now you have the power to change. So that's actually a good thing
0: to admit it because you are there. Yeah. And and I I again, I'm not sure that I have any great like advice in the beginning. I got you wouldn't want to approach it the way I did, I mean, <laughs> yeah. being, being depressed, you know, and just kind of shutting off parts of it and just mechanically doing things. And I was already on track by the time I was by the really time you looking at it and said, OK, let's do it. Yeah. And 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 yet at the same time, I think that to get there, you, you almost have to be able to look and say, yeah, I'm responsible for this. But the, in the responsibility comes power because if you weren't responsible for it, you couldn't change it.
1: Exactly. You know, but now
0: if you realize that, yes, I do eat the things I eat, I do decide how much, uh, how how active I am and what I'm doing. And, and if there are constraints on you, if you have injuries or there are things that you have to work around, those, those exist and that's there. And you can't, you know, you you know, whatever you can change, it's to grab hold of those knobs and start twisting them and, and, and change what you can and, and accept that I, you know what? I'm not a bad guy for being where I am, but I, have control of where I'm going, and I'm going to go where I want to go, and then, and then finding that finding some joy in the process because it's not instant.
1: No, that and that's yeah, it's it's as much as we are an instant society with instant coffee, yeah, guilty, and, yeah, <laughs> candy, ping Oh yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> I, you got to
0: tell me what that Sorry. is. There, no, that's great. There was this study. Uh, uh, my girlfriend Audra pointed this out to me. There's this study. Uh, they did years ago and now I should have looked it up so I could do it. But if, uh, the idea was they had these kids sit down in a room and they brought the kids in. These are like uh three, four or five year olds or whatever, you know, six, seven, they bring them in and they, they put like a marshmallow, you know, on the on the counter and there's a bell and they say, okay, now kid, you can, you can eat that marshmallow whenever you want. You can ring the bell and then you can eat the marshmallow. But if you wait five minutes before you do it, you can have five marshmallows instead of one. And some of them would wait, and of course, it's funny the video; it's famous. You can Google it, you know. <laughs> sure. And they're like, like moving around it and trying to like, you know, what kids do, <laughs> to, yeah, kind of like, oh, I'm not touching yeah, it, not, not touching like, it, oh, <laughs> almost. You know? And but there was always this small group of kids that were like, bink, you don't eat it, just like that. They're like, okay, I'm good, you know, don't care. I got it. That was me, right? As Audra correctly points out, I would be that kid, and and this, I think, you know. A lot of I've seen a lot of friends, and I think I probably would have done this, too, had it not been for some very professional help from you and some very good support from my family. Um, I it's it's tempting. So many things go awry in those first few weeks. You you decide that I'm going to do this. And then the first time you go in and weigh and you see, oh, my God, I lost seven pounds in the first week. And, of course, three of that is, is you know, you took a dump the night before, <laughs> the water weight or yeah. who knows what the hell, right. all the things that cause you to vary a couple of pounds a day. Right. And and you happen to catch on the high end on one and the low one. end on another. And then the next week you go in and you gain a pound. Right. And that's it. It's over. You're like, you oh, know? I'm done. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know. And neither of those were real.
1: Another, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's the whole point. That's where the data comes in and why you want to look at it is the. and I even try to caution a lot of people to realize that if they come in and they've told me, I've never done weight training before. I've never done any sort of resistance. I've done some cardio. I've done some, you know, watch my, watch my food. Well, when I'm putting the program together and it's involving cardio and weights, I oftentimes caution them that after our first, you know, re weigh and measure, we may actually yeah. see a scale weight go up. <laughs> right. The body fat should come down, but if they haven't been lifting, we may see muscle gain. So if they lose three pounds of of, of body fat but gain four or five pounds of
0: muscle, their scale weight's going up one to two pounds. Yeah. And that Funny can be that can too- be very depressing. Most people have appearance goals. I don't, I'm just going to be clear about it. I know I did. I didn't admit it until now. I will admit now I have appearance goals. Yes, definitely. You know, but, but the funny thing is, is that for appearance goals, almost always that body fat percentage is it.
1: Yes. It's like it
0: has nothing to do with weight. It's all about that body, body fat percentage. So, you know, if you put on three pounds of muscle and lost, you know two pounds of fat well first of all booyah yeah exactly Second hell of all, yeah. good how job how'd you do a good job okay. let's go. second of all you know that is a win there is no there is there's no there's no loss yeah. other
1: than the body fat there's no loss for in that scenario exactly
0: but yeah i just i i think that it's so fragile in those first few weeks yep and and if you're not numb like i was It's, it can be scary and in, in the support helps, that's definitely it, it. but it has to be smart support, you know? And that's the tough one too, is that, uh, you know, just great job, no matter what, that's not the kind of support that gets you through. It's not bad, but I needed somebody for me. I think in hindsight, I needed somebody explaining to me what was happening. Right. And like literally whenever we did a way measure, you would explain what all the parts of it meant. Uh, you would explain how it shifted Um, you know, now I I feel like I get to a point where I just, I'm a data geek. Like you said, I, I take all the data I can get. What the hell, you know, because like, yes, I weigh on myself every day, you know, and yes, it goes all over the damn chart. I should really publish all this data. and let everybody look at it because it's funny. It goes all over the place. I mean, like I showed a three and a half pound gain this morning. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, but seriously, come on. Yeah. But if you watch the, the line, I'm pretty much on track, You're right, so, on, okay. right? On
1: track with where we're trying to try to, move and I to. do
0: that. I'll actually pull it out and pull a trend line from it and be like, <laughs> okay, that's not bad. And you can envision it, you know, and, and sometimes you'll actually start to, when you do it every day for years, you actually get to where you can kind of guess how it's going to work. Like, uh, Like I'll shift a couple of pounds over two or three hours in the morning. So on the off chance I get up late or something, <laughs> I like, know I'm gonna be. I know gonna be I'm you. gonna be lighter right. if I get up late. It's like sleep in a little bit more
1: fasting. <laughs> okay, here we go now. Like wait.
0: and again, like that number of easy things, you know, just <laughs> yes. you know, and then you eat a pound of breakfast. Literally, you know, <laughs>
1: then you weigh and they're like, "Oh, I, 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 I my know. food.
0: I ate more than a <laughs> kilogram of food." You yeah. know, it's <laughs> like, <come laughs> think about it. You know, but but yeah, I mean. I know I I use those numbers now like um I don't know, like part of the data. I mean how I look in the mirror is a is a data point to me. You know how that scale number is, the the fat measurement and those fat measurements are funny. If you think people mess with their scale numbers, my favorite one's guy's like, Oh yeah, I'm four percent and I'm like, You're using one of those electronic body measurements. Yeah, exactly. How are you holding it? Yeah (laughs) (laughs) how much clothing are you wearing when you do it? Right. I can make just as a game. I don't know if you've ever tried this. <laughs> Try see how I low have you get it. Yeah. yeah. I can, I can run it down to where it won't register <laughs> and I can run it as high as 17. Right. You know, and, and I found that if you stand the same way, actually for a while now, uh, if you stand the same way and wear the same things and are about the same hydration and you plot it every day, it is, it, it actually does follow a trend.
1: Yeah. It gives you a trend. It, it, it's, it doesn't the number give you means the means nothing. Yeah. The number itself. And, it's, it's more so that's what you're looking at anyway is that, that trend, you know, what I mean, cause if it, if it's trending up or is it trending down, do you want it to trend up or do you want it to trend down? And, you know, so they are, they're useful, but to, you know to to think that okay this is going to be the be all end all no it's a it's a little electronic handheld you know i mean unless you're doing hydrostatic weighing um all the time and we do
0: i mean we do probably the best realistic one that you can do short of like you said and that's right. where you they put you in the and they weigh you in the water right right exactly yeah, yeah they weigh you out of the
1: water they weigh you in the water yeah, fat floats right. so your, your weight's different and they can they have their their computations short of that
0: I've never done that. Short of that, the best thing is with calipers with a person who has done it a million times. Yeah, exactly. I, I've tried it, I have a pair of calipers. <laughs> Worthless. Uh, um, well two parties.
1: You grab in different places.
0: Oh, and you have to, to get like to get like your back. Right. You have to bend around, it stretches your skin, you're screwed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Somebody you're else has yourself. to do it, they have to know right. what they're doing. Right. So like with you, you've done it a million times, you do it the same way. How accurate is it? Not very. Mm-hmm. But it's it's actually accurate, mm-hmm. and I think it's more accurate than the electronic ones. It, it, it shows it is, change with appearance to me, which right. is my final judgment, you know?
1: Well, and the, the thing that, that I like about the calipers is that it shows you where... You're, you're at yes. so you, know, if, if, if you had if you had six millimeters on the bicep and the next time we measured you had four well we know you dropped two millimeters on the bicep that's right. that's good you know and what's always fun is when you had you drop you know drop two millimeters on the bicep and gain two on the tricep you have the same amount of fat in the arm. Oh, that happens. She's got bigger every single time for me. It,
0: it like, it's a joke with us. It's like, it's on the front of the back today. You know? Yeah, exactly. But the, you know, and I don't know if people know this, but like the way measure that I'm talking about since you're here, we can talk right. about it. Oh, you know, sure. Actually is, is we weigh, we do a a fat measurement in four places. Four right? points:
1: bicep, tricep, subscapular, and iliac crest.
0: Yeah, and the su- subscap- subscapular is the back. Correct. Right and below, the other below one the is, is right, your off, gut, the, right, off, the, right off the gut. Right off the gut. Yeah. yeah exactly. everyone, everyone, As I say, it's everybody's favorite. They're like, oh. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, it is for me too. It's the where you want it to go and where yeah. it's going to go last. Yeah, exactly. And then. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm at, I'm at 15 and a half right now and I right. have I have a gut still. Still a little bit, so. <laughs> I mean, it happens, but um and then we also do uh uh measurements where we literally measure circumference circumference, correct? And we do the uh the neck, the chest, we
1: do the waist at the belly button or at the uh, at the navel simply because although technically it's not your tailor's waist, which is the smallest part, right. it does show you typically more people hold body fat at the belly right, button, so right. I like to do there. Do the forearm, and the uh, the upper arm and then the quad or the, the the thigh and the calf. And that tells us, you know, a lot of detail because we may see in one with the pinch that, again, depending on your hydration, depending on yeah. what you had for lunch, there might be oh, an yeah. extra little bit of pinch. But by looking at the two, you can see, again, yeah. a trend. Or, you know, we're seeing muscle gain you know, body fat staying the same or maybe slightly up depending on, you know, where it was at, but we see it. Okay. It's accurate. They may not agree a hundred percent. One might say you have more body mass. One might say you have more uh, body fat, but again, it's,
0: we're, we're looking at the the differences and the comparisons and all the, I don't know. um, You know, when I was learning instrument flying uh, you know, one of the things they teach you is, you know, you're using, uh, you know, you're using a directional gyro and a compass and an altimeter and all these things. And you learn to read them in a pattern, you know, to, to, to understand the condition of the aircraft but you also learn to not only read them but compare them sure because exactly. you learn to find what's gone wrong you know like if is the compass turning when the directional gyro is not turning <laughs> (laughs) the directional gyro probably failed failed yeah you know what's your next check well that's connected to a vacuum pump so what else is connected to vacuum? well i know that this is connected is it doing no okay crap
1: yeah something okay i have a problem you know because
0: if you can't see out there playing well you (laughs) have a very partial panel instrument flying (laughs) is probably one of the most difficult things i ever tried to learn to do you you know it's a it's a it's a stressful situation i'm sure a little bit it's sort of like oh yeah and your head's telling you you're going the other way too because well anyway it's a long story but what I'm saying is the interaction in them is important. So, like things like these measurements, we look at all of them, and you could you find things sometimes that don't make sense but are explained in other ways. Like, like if, uh, like you know, if if it one showed a bunch of uh, you know. Uh, if it showed a bunch of gain, but the circumferences didn't get bigger, something's wrong, right? You know, yeah. that's like that's like you know the DG's not moving and the compass is. It's like right. wait a minute.
1: Well, and that and that's where you know and I mean there be, be times going okay, let's let's recheck this. Yeah, you know let's let's redo it. Okay, well no, it's staying. You know the maybe the caliper reading staying the same and it it can be it can differ based on hydration. It can differ based on the time of day. You know, I mean it. You know maybe we. Did the measurements the time before at like eleven AM and this time we're doing it at like two PM? You know, so it's like, okay, that's enough of a difference. Had more more to eat, more lunch, that can throw things off. Um you know, and the thing is too, is we only do it what, every three to four weeks. We don't do it all the time. Right. Because we again no. we want to see a trend. Right. And uh, you know, like you're saying, your scale weight, I mean he, if you, it you goes can, all over the place. Yeah, you can do it throughout the day. I mean, you can weigh in the morning, oh, yes. the afternoon and at night, and you'll pretty much oh, guarantee you yeah. get three different you know, three different weights. Oh yeah. So does that mean you actually gained the weight that day or lost it that day? Not really. I don't know. In a way <laughs> that matters to you? No. <laughs> yeah. Probably it, not yeah, not in any significant way. So and the same thing you know applies to the, the circumference measurements and the and the body fat, the caliper test is that you want to see that trend. And so we want to make sure we give enough time. To see a significant change and significant difference at that point,
0: those circumferences were really, I think, kind of key to me in the in the appearance because that's in terms of like um, you know your clothes fit differently, right, and things like that that you'll start to notice. Um, and, and bigger or smaller, whether you're gaining or, or losing. And I've, I've actually hung on to clothes cause I go up and down through them a little bit as we, as we do things funny too, like how the fits change. Oh, definitely. I mean, like, I mean, and it's extreme when you look at the ends, like I started with a waist of 47 and change inches. Right. you know, and you buy 42s cause they don't, they didn't sell jeans bigger than that at the mall. Yeah. You you're know? like, okay. Like I'll just wear those, you know? And, right. and, and, and then. And uh, I think the last time I'd gone up a little cause I I'm in a gain phase and I put on right. some and I think it was 32 and some change, right? you know, and, and with that kind of change, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big thing. But what's funny is, is like even measuring where you, where you measure, there are some things that change. Like when the. Outside of your back gets bigger. Yeah. Your shirts fit different. Yes, they do. You know, and you don't, you don't even notice that. Yeah, until, as you, like,
1: as your like, delts, as your shoulders get get bit bigger, all of a sudden your shirts, they don't slump forward. They no, sit yeah, upright. they pull up, and you're it like, feels hey,
0: weird. You're like, hey,
1: pull that collar down, pull that collar down. So. I know, I know.
0: Yeah, and, and things like that, and, and you just don't even think about that, you know, until and, – and those – but those measurements, even those that are relatively accurate, I mean, still – well, and that's, you know, a lot of
1: times, you know, for, for someone that maybe doesn't have someone giving the, being able to do the circumference measurements all the time, although most of the time you can do pretty accurate circumference measurements on yourself. Yeah, it's true. Um, that's a little bit easier. Certainly more than the calipers. Definitely more than the calipers. <laughs> yeah. uh, but a lot of times just use, I mean, how are your, how are your shirts fitting? How are your pants fitting? Right. You know, because if you're getting on that scale and the scale saying you haven't lost anything. But your pants are falling down because Guess they don't what? stay on your hips. Guess what? You've lost body fat. You just gained muscle too, because that doesn't just suddenly happen,
0: you know. So, and you know, we're uh, I I think in the next podcast we're talking about the gym specifically and some of the you know some basic concepts of of exercise in the gym and and how to how everything works at the gym and and one thing though that I just feel like we got to say even up front because it's just so important is that I have heard more off base kind of common knowledge stuff about the mix of cardio and and resistance training right than i have about anything else even food and that's crazy because there's a lot of crazy stuff out there, there, there there's about a food. lot of crazy food stuff but yeah but i have i've my, my favorite ones and these are ones that i, I have said this i have actually <laughs> and now it's funny it's well, actually funny when you hear it like my favorite is i want to lose weight I'm not going to lift because I don't want to bulk up. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me, I'm, I'm going to put this in perspective as a, from my own, I'm not a super not, you, you know, way more about that. But let me just give an example. Certainly. When we, when I, when I got to 180 and we were like, Hey, okay. Our goal here is maybe we can get to 200 pounds. Right. Right. And knowing that a lot of that's going to be fat, but let's try to get to 200. Okay. Working out heavily as I did, I ate over 4,000 calories a day for a year. Yep, it was yeah. a full year, year okay? <laughs> um, worked out to the point where I was sore and beat up, right? And I went from 180 to 200 and it was not all muscle. And it was
1: and it wasn't and it wasn't this whole bodybuilder bulk no. Muscle bound. I uh, There anything, are pictures so. of me
0: floating around on the site. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll find some and put them out yep. there. There are enough that you can tell. I did not bulk up. Right. I got bigger a little bit but i'm just telling you i mean this is with like heavy resistance and going five days a week
1: and going to (sighs) i mean when when i was working with you i was taking you to true failure i mean it was you know fully spotting you you know cueing the muscle to grow as much as we could it's it's hard it is hard to bulk up you know it's it's (laughs) not a woman it's, it even it's even harder. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, it's, it's just it's, not it's happening. Even harder. I'm,
0: I'm just saying you will not trip and fall and turn into a muscle bound dude. It is not going to happen. Right. And, and again, <laughs> it's not and, it, and a lot of people even, you know, they're like, well,
1: you know, these these, you know, female athletes that lift weights are too too muscular for me. I don't want to look like that. Well, guess what? They're athletes. That is their job. Is right. to exercise and work out and do their athletics. So guess what? They're they're gonna have some more more muscle at that point. Audra is
0: a great example. If you oh. if you uh if you listen to GWC or the other podcasts in the network and you've you've met Audra or seen pictures of her on the site, Audra does resistance three times a week. Right. And you she know? lifts heavy.
1: I beat yeah. her up. She does, <laughs> yeah
0: she has biceps too. Yeah, she it's awesome. But but she does not look muscular. She I mean she looks like she's been to the gym. It, it's a good really? look, you know. But yeah. I, I just I I feel like we had we had to mention that even in this first podcast cuz what I didn't understand was the the mix and we're going to talk more about this later but that I didn't get that there's a mix and that mix will change a little bit based on what you're trying to do but right. it's almost always a mix. Yeah.
1: I mean it's to to give the be- you know a great example on that is um you know if you if you looked at a had a woman that was you know 113 pounds you know you would generally say that well, she might be a little bit you know thin maybe a little bit a little bit skinny but um probably would think she was pretty healthy um i had a client that started 113 was at 32% body fat and wow. had high blood pressure at 113 wow um because wow. all she ever did was basically not eat much and cardio There was no weights in the ball to dull. So having to take that and change that. So again, she was no longer skinny fat. Um, And she couldn't believe that she, you know, she said, uh, you know, how can I have high blood pressure? I can't lose any more weight. And I just like had to tell her, I don't want you to lose weight. In fact, I want you to gain lean body mass. I want you to gain muscle. And that's where we had to get the lifting in. And that's, you know, and that's an extreme example, but it's, it's, it's basically there that if you're not mix getting a good mix of cardio and weights in there although the scale weight may change the body fat percent doesn't change the body composition doesn't change and you get that equal loss of body fat and muscle which is when we we're talking going to you know when we talk later in the other podcast about the food and the and common you know and all that is that that's where they're going to see that you've got to eat right but you've also got to make sure that you're exercising right so that once you get to where you want to be you don't gain it all back and you know people yo-yo diet all the time because they just starve themselves and their metabolism slows down and all the other factors that go into that that all of a sudden they're just they're going to gain it back and then it gets frustrating and then they don't want to do it anymore and and i can completely understand that because you know like they say definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and getting, <laughs> getting the same results and they keep doing the same expecting you know, something different And yeah. expecting something different because you're like damn it you know And, but that's, that's very, very much, you know, part of, you know, getting that balance between the cardio, the weights and the food. So,
0: well, I started out looking for uh, some weight loss and a change in appearance, you know, and a little bit of, of, of just, you know, being able to move around. What I got was a lifestyle. Right, you know what I got was a different way of thinking about about what I eat and what the part of my life that is. And you like to eat? I've, I've had dinner. Oh, here before. I do. <laughs> I love. I still do. It's one of the most fun parts. I was telling everybody, uh, one of my friends the other day, the most fun part about the building phase is you get to <laughs> eat. Yeah. Like, and and uh, you know, and my tastes are different. In food, a lot right. different. I mean, certainly people who who know me, and I know some of the people listening know me well enough to know that my ch- my tastes are dramatically different. Right. Um, I'm not shy anymore about about expressing those. Just like I wasn't shy about eating a pizza before, I'm not shy about saying I don't want to now. Right. And uh, and and I don't care if other people that's something that's really weird. And there's a lot to talk about with that when we get there because it's a weird social experience, but people assume that you're watching them all the time. I don't care what people, eat, it's their business, you know. Um, I'm not judging you. Feel free to eat that pizza. Go Feel ahead, free to yeah. I'm not, I'm not indulging, but, you know. That's I'm mine.
1: Not, it's, your, it's your choice. It's
0: kind of the same way with drinking. I'm not opposed to it. I don't really drink myself anymore. Right. It's funny, the way that happened was really, you. you will laugh a lot at this i again, I have no uh I'm not morally opposed to it or anything right. <laughs> i just uh i just the funny thing is is i i uh i did actually feel like maybe I was drinking too much at one time. this is actually before I Okay. I came to start working and I quit completely for like two or three months to, cause I was afraid that I was addicted or something. And I discovered I wasn't cause after a couple of months I didn't feel bad. And I you was like,
1: oh, okay, okay, no,
0: well I'll no. drink if I want to. And I did some and I didn't some and I'm like, okay, well that's fine. And then about then we started working and you start, when you finally get to where you're looking at calories, <laughs> they're empty calories. Yeah. Like, like you, you look at it. I'm such a geek, you know, you just look at it and you're like, man, you know, I could eat more crap. I like <laughs> if I didn't drink that beer. If I didn't have
1: that beer, I could,
0: <laughs> well, screw it. I <laughs> And then, and then the other thing is, is I found that the more I like myself, the more I don't want to give that up ever. Sure. So, like, like the idea of being intoxicated, which used to sound fun, now sounds like I'm being less me. And I like me now.
1: You like how you are and who you yeah. are and what you're doing. So. Yeah. And
0: I'm not saying I'm always great. I'm a real asshole too. You know? <laughs> but I'm working on that, you yeah. know. And, and when it comes down to it, I just, I want to be me all the time. So, I think, I, again, I just, I found that. I I would be fine if I really wanted to have a beer. I would have one right now. Right. I just don't feel like it most of the time. You
1: know? Well, and that's when you you talked about when you and Audra went to New York and you decided to go out and have dinner and you ate what was it almost it was like twenty five hundred three thousand calories at the one meal or yeah oh you yeah. enjoyed it
0: I had and I drank half a bottle of wine too
1: but obviously, and, you know I'll be honest you and know? you're but the nice thing is you're sitting here talking to you about it and watching you is. You can look back on that and be happy about okay, it. So, yeah, a was great time. I enjoyed it. Don't want to do it all the time because the next morning you it was like, like oh, crap. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but, by the, but, But you're not, it's not to the point where you're beating yourself up that you no, did it. hell no. It's like, okay, I made a choice to do that. I enjoyed it that one time. We were there. It's a great restaurant. House Let's worth enjoy it.
0: it. It's worth it. It was Leal, incidentally, and <laughs> in uh, in uh, in New York. Uh, you know, of course, famous for Anthony Bourdain and stuff. But the point—forget Bourdain. You should go to because it it's a great place. Right. You know, and uh, and and uh, you know, steak frites, awesome. You know, <laughs> big piece of meat. Big- <laughs> half bottle fries wine, and enjoyed. duck fat i Dang, mean ugh. seriously i'm telling you it's like it was awesome but bottle great wine with it you know spent more than i needed to spend but but yeah it has to be so for me now it has to be something like that because like i have food that i enjoy a lot and and i'm creative about what i eat and I, and I i i get a kick out of it i don't i don't eat cardboard you know i eat stuff i like yeah. they're, they're the whole instant food <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'm with you and and but when it comes down to it, if I'm going to overeat or I'm going to drink, it's got to be for something really valuable, like an experience right. that I really want. You right. know, if uh, I don't know, if uh, if Burr Reynolds was in the bar and said, hey, you want a beer? I'm going to have a beer. Sure. Why not? Yeah. You know, if it because that would be Have you've seen Archer recently, <laughs> I haven't done, I've <laughs> missed the, the last to, couple. Need so to check to, that out. Okay. Yeah, he's in. But yeah, I mean, like, I, but. You know, if if I'm in Leal, I'm going to pig out and have that meal. You know, if I live next to it, probably not. You know, there's a point. But yeah, most days I just want to feel good. I want to eat stuff that I enjoy. The tastes change over time, and they have. And but, well, the other thing I I mean,
1: personally, I notice you know is I don't eat high fat, high sodium no. all the time. Um, but uh, I love Italian food. Rich, full flavored, and oh, Ma, yeah. you know, Margiannos just down the street here. And, oh yeah, uh, uh, I will Got go there. I keep... portions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the portions is just, you know, I don't know size. I used to
0: eat d- double the lasagna size lasagna there,
1: really, by, I, the, I used to, by the, myself.
0: Oh, the single the single order of lasagna, you know, it's like I don't know eight inches square yeah. and about four inches tall, right? I used to eat one of those by myself. Yeah, so, but you know, I mean, so I don't go there all the time, but when I do,
1: I enjoy it. But I also know that if I am if I went there all the time. I would probably be sick because after yeah, the end of the happen. meal, you know, I've had my had my pasta, I've had my my cheesecake or dessert, and I've had my espresso. Then I go home and take a nap for about two hours while I get my car below. <laughs> 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 but I enjoy it, you know, and, yeah. and I don't feel guilty about no. it at all. I know how many calories I took in, and that's probably one of the biggest things is you know getting back to taking you know responsibility for where you're at is that you know what if you if you quote unquote fall off the wagon or you just you do something that's not quite on line of where you want to get to your goal. Okay, as long as you don't, you know, do it every day,
0: you'll still make your goal for just- what it's worth. You know, it's a fine line between just letting yourself fall completely off and forgiving. But when it comes down to it, you know, one thing that helps me is remembering that, you know, it it took me a couple of years to get from where I started to now. Uh, it actually takes a while to get off of it as well. Oh yes. So if you screw up for a week or two, or you know, a month. Oh yeah. You know, it it doesn't mean that the world's ending. You know, in in fact, us in a lot of cases, you know, the way I've started to look at it, and and I don't know if this is the best advice or not, but the way I I started to look at it is that I set a minimum goal for myself. Like for me, a lot of times that minimum goal will be, I'm going to get to the gym five days a week. I'm going to do my strength workout and I'm going to do the cardio on the days I want to do cardio. And that's it. That's my goal. Now, sometimes like during the Christmas vacation, when I had a lot of time, free time, I was going six days a week and I was going twice a day in a lot of cases because I had time and it was fun.
1: You're you're enjoying it and you're like, yes, I I have the energy. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) I do
0: strength in the morning. I lay around. Then I go back. and I do abs and cardio in the (laughs) afternoon and it was great. But you know it's tempting, and I've I've done this a couple of times to where I got on a big goal. I mean, I got I kind of set these high goals for myself in the short term, and then I'd reach them, and then my life would change a little. Classes would start, or or something would shift, and I need to put time somewhere else. And I couldn't do that, and I would feel like I was losing, even though I wasn't doing enough. And I I found it's
1: not that you're going backwards. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm only making four days a week.
0: That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm not making six days a week two day two times a day again. So? You're still moving forward set you're that still minimum. There. For right.
0: me, it's work. To set that minimum and say maybe that's three days a week. Okay, fine. I'm gonna go three days a week. And then if you go six days, that's great. But if on the next week you only go three, you're still great. Yeah. You put a little extra in and that's great.
1: Yeah, you you, know? you made extra the week before. You still hit what you
0: wanted to hit, you know, this week. Perfect. That's that's what you're shooting for. Maybe the key here, you know, wrapping up this first podcast, maybe the key is and correct me if I'm going off track, but it seems like these are life goals. These are these are lifestyle, you know, that you're going to live the rest of your life in a healthy right. fashion, achieving goals that matter to you, whether that be holding where you are, uh, living in a way that makes you happier, whatever those goals are, they're long goals, yeah. not short. You know? Well, definitely.
1: I mean, you know, figure, you know, I don't, you know, depending on, you know, look at, look at how old you are right now. How how old do you plan to live to be? You know, um, I'm 44. I'm planning to live to about two, three hundred. You know, so <laughs> hell yeah. You know, if, if I'm off by a month, if if I screw up for a month, in the big scheme of things, that's not much at all. I don't <laughs> I don't really don't really care. You know, I mean, and, and you know, but even that, you know, if you think about it, if it's a year long goal and you you you're off by a week, that's you know one fifty second. Who cares?
0: Yeah, you know i mean it's not no. that big deal you know if if you thought you were going to get down to you hit that you know hit that appearance goal if you thought you were going to hit it uh, and this happened to me i'll be straight i thought you know when i saw that weight start piling off i thought man i'm going to be in great shape in in eight months right and i lost the weight in eight months but guess what i look like everybody else you know because <laughs> that's how it is you're you
1: like I, I don't look like i've been working this damn no. hard no one do, you can't see that i'm working out this hard And it
0: was hard and then when you were like yeah we're gonna have to put all this weight back on that was scary and then when mm. it's like okay we're gonna take it back off again and now i actually am like okay right it's gonna take a while i don't care i'm fine you know i'm happy with where i am i'm there are things i'd like to be better uh i'll get there if if it takes me but remember i mean for even for for me i lost almost 100 pounds you know and 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 uh gosh i want to say what was it you remember the body fat when I started? I have to look at the numbers. Oh, off the top of my head, thirty six, thirty eight. I don't know something like some, that. Somewhere around there. Yeah, you know. So so twenty percent right body fat. You know, that's two years. If let's say you screw up and it takes two and a half, well,
1: you're you still know? there. Well, you, <laughs> or that, three
0: whatever yeah. you know as long as you as long as you stay on a long-term course you're gonna get what you want right you know you know what we like to call it and this is one of the things in the gwc community a lot of people joke uh 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 barb b kitty uh out in california she's she's just this you you, you have to meet her at the meetup she's this sure. awesome lady and she just goes like hell at everything she does she's so cool and uh she started joking about the she was you know then, <laughs> like from you know uh uh from red dawn yeah 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 and it was a, it was kind of a joke, and everybody kind of picked up on it and it went from there but the funny thing is is that uh i skipping skipping franchises here i always like to joke uh one of my friends and i used to joke that with podcasting we were the wolverine of podcasting because like people would be like yeah your podcast sucks my podcast is great and i'm like you know what? You know how Wolverine kicks your ass. He right. doesn't beat you up. He outlives you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, when you get old and die, Wolverine yeah. he's, still he's still around. around. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he won. Yeah. You know? Guess what? Yeah, it might have been a toe-to-toe fight, but oh wait, you're dead. He's still yeah. uh Oh, he won. You <laughs> yeah. know, and that's how that's how we used to. So we were like, we're just going to keep doing our crappy podcast. And when mm-hmm. we're at three hundred, you know, and you can go do your thing. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing. It's like uh, you. I think that's why the the Wolverine thing is so funny in the community because it's right for so many reasons. It's like, that's how I think you win is you Wolverine it. You know, yeah. you you don't have to beat everybody today. You Mm -hmm. just have to stay on that track, moving slightly in the right direction for the rest of your life. And you'll kick everybody's ass. Just (laughs) exactly.
1: That lifestyle change. You just, you just go, you're there, you're, you're on the right track and, you know, just I mean, when you say that, it makes me think um, Stephen King, The Long Walk. Oh yeah, right, sure. You know, it's it's not about uh, who was the fastest. Fastest people actually burned out. Yeah, it was like who was walking last. I mean, guess what? I'm still
0: walking. So <laughs> you won. Yep. <laughs> well, this was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the next time we're talking about the gym. Yep. So uh, I hope to see you back then. From everyone here at FitSmart and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have a question for us or you just have something to add to our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there to leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future podcast. You can find more FitSmart and some of the friendliest people and fitness geeks around on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. Don't miss the Wolverines Fitness Forum, and don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keeps FitSmart and all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. We do our best to provide you accurate and valuable information on the FitSmart podcast, but to make personal fitness decisions, you need information tailored specifically to your unique health and life situation. So talk to your doctor or other health professionals before changing your eating or activity. Finally, the opinions expressed here are solely those of the host and do not represent those of the podcast network or the hosts' employers.